And now, ladies and gentlemen, for your further listening pleasure... Direct from the golf course and onto your radio, this is... Hello, everybody. The Fred and Jeff Show. Hello, everybody. This is Fred and Jeff Show. This is Fred Ronstein. I'm here with my little brother, Jeffrey. Hola, Tucson. And we are celebrating the people, the places, events, history, and culture that make living in Tucson and Southern Arizona so gosh darn wonderful. That is exactly right, Fred. And we invite people to visit us at fredandjeff.com, follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, and enjoy this tome of wisdom and entertainment on your favorite podcast platform. Like Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Fred's... Uh, silly podcast um, app. That one, remember that one app that you tried to put together for podcasts? You were so ahead of your time. I was. You really were. And then it all fell apart. It did. I mean, back in the seventies, who knew what a podcast was? You were a visionary. I was I visionary. Was, I was. We even did it live. It was yes, great. that was amazing. Yeah, amazing. Straight, straight from the bathtub into, right. <laughs> into your shower, yeah. annoying your parents. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> So, Jeffrey, how's life these days? Life is good. Life is really good. You know, the seasons have changed. It's uh, getting a little warmer here in the Old Pueblo. I know you like that. I, uh, yeah, summer is my favorite time of year uh, because it's full of hotness. It is It is warm. So it's going to get warm fast. I was complaining the other day. It was like 90, and the day before it was 78, and I thought it was perfect. And it was 90, and I was a little sad. Well, yesterday, I think, was uh, 74 was yeah, the Yeah, then it got cool again. Yeah, but now it's going to get warm again here in uh, here in mid-April. It's just beautiful here in the old Pueblo. So yeah, so we are uh, broadcasting from the beautiful Hotel Congress substation of KXCI. Right, it's uh, a really nice studio too. It is. Uh, I I suggest that everybody that walks down Congress, when you're across the street from the Rialto, take a look to the right, and you'll see somebody in here doing something because they've been having performances in the in the back. They've been having bands in here doing deals. It's pretty cool. Yeah, there's been some uh, performance art. So, like, uh, you know, people uh, expressing how they feel about um, a bunch of grapes. Grapes. Yeah, and done done in you know they they put they wear a full body suit of purple, and then they sit and wait for someone to come eat them. I don't get it. Well, I'm just telling you that's. Is that's that why you're wearing a purple shirt today? You're waiting for someone <laughs> no, to eat you. I, no, that's it. Wasn't me. Wait, is this a sexual thing or is this no, no, just no. Fred being silly? No, it's it's like it's it's uh, impression or what do they call it? Uh, performance art. Siri, did this really happen? Yeah, You're so I think funny. I think it was a protest with uh, had something to do with uh, you know the uh, uh, there was a point in our history where people stopped eating grapes because of some kind of maltreatment of the people who were picking the grapes. Oh, is this the Caesar Chavez? Caesar, wait, see who who wait. Who is the? Don't, don't go down that. Don't go down that path. Okay, I was, I was, my, I had my boxing head on, but I'm trying to think of the of the migrant farmer. Yeah, let's just talk in general terms <laughs> of performance art. Performance art, got it. So it, yeah, it, it it's crazy time this year too. I mean, there's a, spring fling was last week. That was overrun with kids. I mean, it it's a good time to be in Tucson right now. Uh, and state fair's coming up. State fair or not the county fair. State fair, but that was a segue oh, into. You, you know what? Uh, I, I told you a thing in the past show that uh, I'm going to be a beekeeper. Oh, um, boy. I'm trying. I'm training. I'm training to be a beekeeper. You're training bees to keep. No, I'm training to be a keeper of bees. Of bees. How do you train to do that? You go mess with bees. Okay, and how's it going? 
Uh, I haven't been stung yet. You have not? No. Oh, what fun is that then? You you gear up and uh, you go go uh, poke the bees. And you're going to keep bees on your property? Yeah. It, it's actually... Is that legal? It is legal. I looked it up. Oh, no. You know, I... I uh, so I, now you're going to have chickens and bees. And a dog and a cat. And a lovely wife. And a grandchild. And a grandbaby. And but a, the grandbaby doesn't live with you. No. No. But, but he, you'll have bees, he, chickens, spouse, we, dog. We what actually, dog do you guys have? Well, our 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 uh, we had a mutt named Cassie. Just we had to put her down. Yeah, she uh, was having seizures. And By the way, you want a new dog? Because we got a dog, we'll be happy to give you. No, we don't want your dog. <laughs> I met your dog. She would love you. No, she would love you a long time. No, and she would probably she, try to eat your chickens. Yeah, she would, and we're, we don't want a chicken eating dog. By the way, how many chickens do you have left? Three. How many did you start with? Six. What happened to the other three? They they didn't make it through the change. <laughs> This is this is a legitimate thing where, you know, chickens uh, go from childhood to womanhood and some of them don't make the change. What does that mean? They don't make the change. They died. Yeah. Or they just ran away screaming. No, they died. Wow. And and actually uh, people. One of our friends who is a long time chicken herder, chicken herder. (laughs) Yes. Actually, he was shocked when he found out that we like up until uh, the. You know, they got to the when they were about to lay eggs. Um, he was shocked that we still had at that time we had five, because one died really, really young. Yeah, I thought a coyote got in and no, ate those some are, of your those were the old chickens. Oh, okay, this is round two. This is round chickens two point Yeah, so actually, uh, my wife when I met her, she she actually this is a great story. She was well. Ra- let's hear it then. She was raising feral chickens. Feral chickens. Yes. She said, "There's a thing in Tucson. There are feral chickens roaming out there yes. in Pima County. Yes, so this is there's no way. There's so many coyotes. How could there be feral chickens?" She said that one day a chicken just walked into her yard, and so she kept it. So, chicken walked into her life, and it was love at first sight. <laughs> and so, this, I, you know, I I love my wife, and she is. We all love your. You have a great she, wife. She does the most. Charlotte's awesome. She does some of the, the funnest things. So, and this is like when I first met her. Uh-huh. She she wanted to have indoor chickens, and so there's li- and I didn't believe this existed, but it does. They have chicken diapers, so you can have, so you can have indoor chickens. You know, Fred. This is amazing. You have lost your mind. And they have well, there's these chickens called silkies. No, they Fred, don't, Fred, they don't lay a whole the lot of topic eggs. of today's show is not Fred's chickens. Fred the chicken shepherd. Oh, I was just going down a rabbit hole. Yeah, that's a mighty big one. So anyhow, you're keeping bees. Soon. Okay. Soon. Actually, you know, we have a cousin, Ed. Yes, we do. Who is in the Midwest. Yes. And he keeps bees. And uh, Is this the genesis of you wanting to keep bees? Is no, actually, I've always wanted to keep bees just because I'm interested in uh, helping the bee population. Because, you know, if we lose our bees, we lose our lives. Yes, I did. I did know that. So, uh, because I can't live without honey. No, so that's not it. I know it's honey, the pollination honey. of. I get it. I yeah, get like it. about eighty percent of. I get it. Food foods in the world are yes need bees right or some type of pollen pollinators right. So that that was actually my interest. Plus, I've always I've always been interested in colony colony insects like ants and bees and that kind of thing, and bees are just cool. Wait, did you say colony insects? Yeah. Am I missing something? Yeah, like ant colonies. Insects. Insects. In colonies. They live in colonies. Okay, I thought you were being a perv there for a minute. No, they, uh, you know, they they traveled on the uh, on the Mayflower to this country. <laughs> okay, let's get back to the segue to our guests. Okay, 
you're the information that you're sharing with me is it's really going to change my life and i'm glad the people out there the one person we have left listening including mom and dad they're one person and auntie margaret okay there's four people left listening are are very intrigued about your bee and chicken shepherding yeah but we've got some awesome guests today did i tell you that they have baby beekeeper outfits so i could put my my uh, no, Fred, you did not. Baby beekeeper. So you're gonna put little William in a little yeah, in like a little tent and so he can walk around? No, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a you know beekeeper, it's a white suit with a veil. Yeah. And, and do they cross the arms in the back and tie them off? No, this in the front. Oh. They get crossed in the front. <laughs> That's right. And, and tied them in the back. back. Okay. Yeah. That sounds like a winner. All right, so you I'm done with Winner, my, winner, chicken dinner. I'm done with my show. You go ahead and do whatever you want <laughs> okay. now. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break here. No, we're not. Keep on going. There it is. That was the break. Okay. And we're going to introduce some fabulous people to you folks. They're our first guest well, today. Well, wait a second. Did you, did you want to set up a segue or do you just want to- like, I've tried setting up two segues. You keep talking about bees and chickens. We are broadcasting from the lovely studio of KXCI Hotel Congress. This 93.1, Tucson's Community Radio. Yeah, this is the Fred and Jeff Show. Yes, it is. Check <laughs> us out on Facebook and Twitter. Come on, Fred. <laughs> we are Twitters. You are a Twitter. So we are backing up today's episode of the Fred and Jeff Show with another backing up. Ba- yeah, in other words, in other words, we did one a couple weeks ago. We're following the, up, not backing up. The same thing. No, it's not. Follow up, back up. Beep, 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 beep. Okay, anyhow, we had a great show with Mia Schneibel of the Arizona International Film Festival, and then Mia, which is the oldest film festival in the state of Arizona, in the world. Oh, I thought it was in the world. But in the state of Arizona, yeah. How, I think it's, what, 77 years old or close, something? Close. 27. 27. I was close. 50 years <laughs> old. And and Mia sent us an email and said, hey, how'd you guys like to talk to some filmmakers? And we thought, well, we're not doing anything else. <laughs> Just kidding, Mia. So we're like, yes, absolutely want to talk to some filmmakers. Who do you got? Oh, my gosh. All the way from Albania. Fred? Albania. 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 You border on the Adriatic. Adriatic. It's a, it's an old story. It's an old. We'll we'll let you know what's going on with that later. So anyhow, Mia, go ahead. Sorry. He just flew in, and boy, is his arms tired. Blump oh up. man, it's it's early. It is uh, early. <laughs> but yeah, we're very excited. Um, Fat Mayor Koshi is all the way from Albania. Koshi. Yes, exactly, Koshi. Yes. Hello, Fat Mayor. Hello. Mayor should say Mr. Koshi. No, just Fat Mayor. Yeah. How, how you doing? Good. How uh, how are you doing, Jeff? Very fabulous. Thank you for inviting me here. Absolutely. We're we're happy you came to the old Pueblo to hang out with us. I wanted to come as soon as I received the email from Julio Scalinger from Arizona Film Festival. I said, yeah, I'm going there. I love this place. You've been here before. I've been to Phoenix 10 years ago. Okay, well, then you, this place must blow your first mind. Because Phoenix is a bit of a cesspool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Just kidding. All right. I went to the it University of Arizona. It will match with my soul, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just joking for my our one Phoenix listener. Right. Oh, we're so, not joking. <laughs> <laughs> so you're, you, do you live in Albania? Yeah, yeah. I was born there in Tirana, in the capital, and uh, I, I lived there. I never left the country. Of course, I travel, and... Um, uh, w- because we make movies and we want to show them throughout the world. That's that's amazing. Why I'm I'm fascinated that people in Arizona, I mean selectors or the people who made up the the, the festival, uh, think that a film like mine, the new one, uh, would be interested to to show here. So that's amazing. How long have you been making films? 
since I was 26. So what about seven, eight years? Uh, I mean, uh, four. Um, <laughs> thir- uh, thir- He's just giving you. I'm thir- giving you a hard time. Uh, yeah, I, thirty I years now. Thirty, 30 years. years. Thir- almost thirty. Thirty years. Yeah, almost thirty. And what was your first film? My first film was called Sculpture. It's a seventeen minutes in black and white, thirty-five at that time. It was uh, an artist uh, carving a wood trunk of a little boy, nine years old, who was in the studio. And all of a sudden, he finds a bullet. The, the, uh, the, the wood is rotten, and he finds a bullet, a rusty bullet, on the forehead of the sculpture. And both of them have, have their, let's say, separate imaginations of what this could bullet be, f- could be come from, is it, an, is it an accident or what is, I mean, or is nothing. But at that time, Albania was still, it was uh, 88 when I showed the film to the old Albanian uh, state-owned studio, uh, film studio, and uh, they stopped the movie. They said, "No, we don't like that. That's that's a, uh, it was so the censorship at that time, for for one year or so, f- um, named the movie anti-stream. Uh, you know, uh, and so you're being subversive, not not on purpose, not on purpose. Yes, yeah, somehow, yeah, but not on with my. It was not my intention, you know. So let's yeah. talk about uh, in 1988. Yeah. Albania was still part of sealed off, yeah, sealed off from the from world, the rest of the world, yeah, totally and isolated. And what's the what's the main language in Albania? Albanian language is Al- classified in one of the four uh, special languages, uh, like uh, Hungarian, like Finnish, Finnish, like Basque. So it's one of, of four in the in these special language families. So Albanians have their own language. Absolutely. So and there's no like root, like, you know, the Latin. We have Latin words. We no. have uh, Turkish words because we have been almost 450 years under the Turkey rule, like all Balkans, you know. Right. But uh, the language is uh, authentic. And so these folks, that, so at that point mm-hmm. the, the, in Albanian's history, Albanian history, you're under the rule of Turkey? At the, uh, when 1988? In 88. No, no, no. A communist. Oh, okay. So you guys were yeah. communist. East Bloc. East, East Bloc. Eastern Bloc. Yeah, Eastern Soviet Union kind. Like. And you're just a kid trying to figure out what you want to do in your life, and you make yeah. this art film that sounds very cool, but not not political at all. Not uh, absolutely and non correct. And they politics in it. Yeah. And they, politics they didn't like. Uh, they, 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 you could go to jail. Easy. Were you afraid of going to jail? No, because uh, my grandfather was in jail four times. Seriously? And I have funny stories with, with him. Uh, my dad died when I was six and a half by accident while at work, and nobody knows what happened. I mean, uh, a, a scaffolding fell, but on seven people who were caught under, only one guy died. And that was your dad. It was my dad. So uh, my grandfather at that time was, he was 67. At that time, my uh, almost 68. At that time, my granddad was in, in prison for the third time because he never signed voluntarily willing to give up his land. He never signed it. So you should sign and and prove that you will, um, you 
you're giving it all to the state. Yeah, so the, the state. communists exactly. took over all yes. of his land. They and took over all the land. And he said, no way, this is mine. I'm not signing yeah, over anything. I, so they threw him in jail. But, exactly. But don't don't put me to jail. And uh, But they condemned him for the same crime four times. And yeah. so how long was he in jail About all in all, I think about 10 or 11 all in all night that's crazy yeah Yeah. so you're a little kid different time yeah your dad passes away yeah your grandpa's in and out of jail yeah and i and i i went to the high school my mom insisted she said you know what i know you like uh i mean you are a street guy she told me definitely no, you your mind your your existence is in us in the street street smart i was very i was very fast very fast, running fast, doing things fast, uh, even not loving my mother, I would say. And mm. I discussed this with her when I was 27. I had no really um, feel for her. I had feelings for my grandparents because I was raised mostly by them. Mm. So, and I, I, and I knew something was calling me from inside. There is something wrong. Or there is something going on, maybe not wrong. No, I didn't call it wrong. But later I said I should talk to her. And I, when I was about 27, I told her uh, briefly that, you know what, I'm trying to really to, to call it love, um, to, to establish this, to call it back. But you know what, uh, I don't know how to do it. I can't. And she was laughing. She said, this is one of yours. This is one of yours. I mean, one thing. But I didn't invent it at all. I never had this thing that you might call love for for a mother. I don't know. But we we were good friends. We were great friends. So she made you go to high school. Yeah, she pushed me, and then she said, and I was starting to to play theater, and uh, when I was about 17, I said, no, I think I love, really. I never thought to, let's say, that I would be a filmmaker, but I I loved movies. And what was the movie that, that kind of, Activated that love. Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the modern times. Modern and so time. they were showing Charlie Chaplin yeah, movies in, in, in Albania. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They were showing Charlie Chaplin, and also we looked on TV. We 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 watch secretly the TV at some friends because I had no TV at the time when I was in the high school. So um, when I finished, we had we managed to get one. So Charlie Chaplin films from. Italian neorealism mostly, and I remember an American film uh, that is the story of the gold seekers in the north, written by this guy, this famous American writer. Um, they, they they went to to, uh, to search for gold in the in the snow. Well, in was the this ice. Tr- it was, wasn't Treasure of the Sierra Madre? No, 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 no. no, no. It's it's the guy. Um, was the famous American writer? Not Drazer, um, who wrote sto- novels about the, the gold seekers? Oh my gosh, you're asking the least literate person in the okay, room. No worry. Okay, we'll you're you're probably more literate on American authors <laughs> from being from Albania than we are. <laughs> and we had this monster book festival here, ha- so. W- oh yeah, we had to, we had to read books. Anyway, we had to read. We was uh, uh, in the school was we had to pass the exams. We have to read American, uh, French literature, Italian. Some Americans, of course. So yeah. you learned all these languages in high school. You learned English, absolutely. Italian, yeah, absolutely. Wow. Russian, Russian, French, not Ger- no, German too, but later on, yeah. 
wow, wow, that's amazing. So, yeah. so you decide, wow, I I've, have all these influences. I want to be a filmmaker. Yeah. And the first film you put together, you get in trouble for. Yeah, absolutely. And so what was the outcome of that, of that inquisition, I guess you'd call it? All right. Because I also made another one, the diploma film, one year later, 89. And it was the same. Because they said you should have killed some Germans. It was a second world story of a little baby, one year uh, and a half old, and uh, the 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 woman in in order to 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 make her him stop from crying because they could be detected by the Germans and being killed for three people, uh, she just put her out her breast, her her uh, very young. She was nineteen, you know. I mean, just to deceive, uh, to deceive. Deceive, yeah, to, to, to trick, to, the, yeah, to trick the child to 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 stop crying, and so she managed, and she saved her and the two other friends because they were at war, and so they still they said, yeah, that's a subversive kind of uh, you are anti-hero, um, masterminded us, and so um, wow, yeah, it was, and so you're you're I was happy. a thousand, I was happy, you were happy, you got in trouble again, yes, I was happy, okay, tell I, me, because I saw. I saw, I, I, I swear to God, I saw something. I felt I would never make movies like they want me to, to make, you know? Right. This was sure. But, of course, it was, I was not uh, conscious what I was doing. You, I have to tell this. Well, okay, so let me, uh, maybe, maybe this is how this might work. You weren't conscious of what you were doing, but in your mind somewhere being, and I'm using the quoting thing with my fingers, of held in captivity as all albanians were at that point yeah you maybe were come trying to come up with ideas unknowingly you know consciously to say this is wrong we gotta we gotta have to have some Absolutely change here we've right. got to be free we've got Absolutely to right. and so but it has started a few years before after the the death of our dictator since 85 so we ha we are breathing this let's call it Arizona freedom. Yeah. <laughs> there, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, the, the the clear air of Arizona. Exactly. <laughs> so so here you are a kid and you're like this is it for me. This is what I want to do. And then we get you here an Albanian filmmaker. Yeah. With the six my sixth feature now. I made six features. documentaries, shorts and six features. And so this Almost is your sixth seventh, feature? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You got to tell us about Elvis Walks Home. Yeah. Elvis Walks Home was written originally by a Welsh uh, writer, Jonathan Priest. Mm -hmm. And uh, he uh, and uh, his producer, Mike Downey from London, with whom I produced um, Amsterdam Express in, 80, in uh, sorry, uh, 2014. Uh, it's in a crime mafia story, immigrant story in Amsterdam. And he said, you know, Padmir, Jonathan has written a, uh, a very interesting story. Crazy sarcastic irony on war and uh, uh, thing and uh, and I read and I said yeah but I think I said I don't feel that this kind of irony and funny stuff could stand could we go more for a drama hmm. and and Jonathan said you know what you're right let's keep the story this was first and second and let's go more to save these children this Elvis Presley impersonator this Albanian hidden immigrant in London wants to make money at the peak of the Balkan Wars and who has lost everything, uh, maybe, who doesn't want to be himself anymore, not, nor Albanian, neither uh, himself, not, neither Mickey. So he but, decides but to be Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley. So, so Elvis is the uh, UN. 
of personalities. The UN of personalities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he's Elvis, and he's wandering around trying to make a living. And yeah, who does yeah. he come across? And he he meets thirteen people, armed orphans from the war, who wants who wants to save themselves, and they are armed and they are cruel. They want to kill him because they don't trust him. They they think he's a child trafficker or 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 taking their organs, which which was a big deal at that in the Balkan Wars. So, but this love and hate and and non trust and trust comes. Uh, uh, they they really love each other. Uh, well, don't give us it away. Don't right. give it away. Don't give it okay. away. Yeah. So, and this is a full feature. It's a journey. Yeah, ninety minutes. 90 it's a ninety minutes, minute yeah. feature. Yeah. And and Mia, you guys are screening this one on the twentieth Friday, this coming Friday. Yep. It's seven thirty at the, at screening, the room. screening room right here on Congress. And there's only what one hundred and twenty five hundred twenty seats. One hundred twenty seats in there. So you gotta get in quick. Now here's my other question. S the the Friday festival, the events on Friday yeah. start at six. Yes, so you've did. got a you've got uh, rodents of unusual size at six. Yes. And then Elvis walks home at seven. Can I seven thirty? Excuse me. So if I'm in at six, can I stay at seven thirty or do you make everybody leave the theater? And everybody and come has back? to leave and then they get to go. Back. And that's OK. That yeah. just means more people get to see the show. Are you going to screen Elvis walks home any other time? This is it. This is it. This is it. This okay. Well, unless it wins an award, and then you play it again at the um, end, right? Um, uh, we actually this year we did the best of the fest. We actually combined that with a, a Bill Plimpton movie, um, so we're not really going to have a best of the fest this year. So everybody gets one shot, except for the opening night Holy film tonight. Mackerel. Um, and then the Futures Past will also play on Saturday. And but one shot for everybody, so don't miss it. Okay, and and you're going to talk after the film. Yes. you're gonna you're gonna talk about. The journey, making the film. Anything. You're going to give people a lot more information than what you've shared with us today. Yeah. Awesome. All right. And That's we will awesome. be Facebook streaming the Q&A. Facebook streaming the Q&A. Yes. Now, I hate to ask this. I know we, we have only a couple seconds left. If I miss Elvis Walks Home, because I'm going to, because I'm out of town on Friday, where else can I see it? Okay, we'll, <laughs> we'll we but we might be able to post it online after it's it, streamed we're here. The, we're at the beginning of the film festival circuit, so he's just started. He's oh, had, this is it. Yeah, you, this, so is this the first time? We have like 18 months of this hitting film festivals all over the world. Okay, so is this the first time you're screening this movie? No, uh, second time. First was in, in Montreal. Okay, oh, that's where you're telling me about Montreal. Yes. Yes. September, okay. in the, the World Film Festival. United awesome. States premiere. Yeah. Vatimir Kochi, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you, Jeff and, and Fred, for inviting me here, and Mia. And, and Mia, really thanks for bringing him. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah, you. it's awesome. All right, folks, I think that's it, right, Fred? That's it. All right, have a great day, and uh, go out there and spend time with the people you love. We'll see you next time here on The Fred and Jeff Show.